Hey, it's your host, Mark Santiago, and I'm excited to introduce you to the next level of this podcast, Empowered AF 2.0. 2.0. In this next stage of Empowered AF, we're going to dive deeper into what it means to be an empowered man in his most advanced form. I'm talking healthy communication, healthy lifestyle, both physically and emotionally, and evolving into the man you've always wanted to be. So stick around and join me in this episode of Empowered AF 2.0. Today... We're going to talk about disempowerment, specifically the cycle of disempowerment. I'm going to give some other guys some time to get in here. Now, if you're feeling a level of disempowerment in your life, guys, do me a favor, put the number one in the chat right now. If you're feeling a level of disempowerment, and also I would love to get some more cameras on if we can, if it's possible, um, that would be great. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're feeling any level of disempowerment, do me a favor, put the number one in the chat. Mark is getting ready to hop in here and join us. So we've got a few guys that are experiencing a level of disempowerment. What's up, Marcus? What's up, Robert? What's up, Hogue? Antonio, Duffy, Aaron, Joe, Tony, Steve, Jason, Brian, Mark, dig it. So we've got a few guys that are feeling a level of disempowerment. And guys, realistically, the cycle of disempowerment happens when our wife cheats, says she doesn't love us, moves out, asks for a divorce, or just seems disinterested. How many guys on this call resonate with that? Our wife cheats, says she doesn't love us, moves out, asks for a divorce, or just seems disinterested. The cycle of disempowerment starts. Put the number one in the chat if you relate to that at all. Yeah. Lots of guys experiencing a level of disempowerment. Now, before we get in to... The nitty gritty of today, I want to polarize the question for you all. Who's the man you want to become? Who is the man that you want to become? Who is he? I'm going to give you guys a minute to think through that. And I would love to see in the chat, who's the man you want to become? Before we bring any man into thrive, we ask them this question because you need clarity on this in order to move forward. Who's the man you want to become? Let's hear it in the chat. Man of confidence. Who's the man you want to become? Healed. Yeah. A healed man. Tell me more, guys. I'd love to hear from some more guys. A man who will be okay no matter the outcome. Yeah. Strong, independent, steadfast. Love it. Love it. Keep them coming, guys. We've got more than just those guys that are on here. Empowered. Yeah. The confident, enthusiastic, strong, driven man who's able to process emotions in a healthy manner. I want to be the man who can be strong enough to realize when to be strong and when to be soft for my family. 
I love that. Secure, victorious, confident leader. These are all amazing, guys. This is great. This is great. Keep them coming. Because realistically, guys, the cycle of disempowerment starts when our wife cheats, says she doesn't love us, moves out, asks for a divorce, or just seems disinterested. And as we saw above, many guys relate with this. Now, most of us can think of that inflection point. You know, when things started to go south, when was that for you? Post in the chat. The inflection point, when you recognize things started to go south. Do me a favor and share in the chats. This is going to be an interactive training, guys. So I'm going to have you guys share. And at the end of this, I'm going to share a special opportunity to work with us in a uh, more individualized manner. Yeah, two years ago. And I feel for you, Duffy. Yeah. When was the inflection point, guys? When she just started feeling, seeming disinterested, maybe she cheated. Maybe she said, I want a divorce or said she doesn't love you. Mm. Nine months ago when my wife accused me of cheating. Yeah. Keep them coming, guys. You know, we all have that inflection point. And that's when we think of when things started to go south. Now, what were the stories you were telling yourself before the landmine? What were the stories, guys? Was it? I'm a good man. I'm a good provider. I'm a good dad. Or was it, I'm a bad man. I'm a bad provider. Or I'm a bad dad. What were the stories you were telling yourself? Share in the chat, guys. New Year's when I got drunk and showed my ass in front of her family. Man, sounds like a wild New Year's. A little too wild. I made bad choices. Yeah. Guys, were you a bad man, a bad provider, a bad dad? Were you a good man, a good provider, and a good dad? With Mexicans, it can be. Man, a little too wild. What's up, Mark? Thanks for joining us. Talking about the cycle of disempowerment. Oh, yeah. That's a fun one. Yeah. So guys, what were the stories you were telling yourself before the landmine? Do you think you were mostly good or mostly bad? If you feel you were mostly good, put the word good in the chat. If you feel you were mostly bad, put the word bad in the chat. Mostly good. My question good. is, why don't we see everybody? I see all these black, yeah, black no. uh, things. I don't see any faces. I see occasional ones. I see cowboy. I don't know who that is, but I see an iPhone. I see a see Duffy. I don't, I don't see uh, faces. Yeah, let's get some cameras on. Guys. I mean, I guess if you're naked, that's a different story. Yeah, he's still <laughs> naked. For, he's still naked he's running. He, as long as you're not running from the cops, I'm good. That, yeah. that would be some funny shit, right? Like, we're on a Facebook yeah. Live. And dude's like, uh, I just got into it. My wife, she's trying to beat my ass. Help me. <laughs> oh, man, man, that'd be funny. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me calls. though. Yeah. I mean, we've had guys join calls during like surgeries and things like that, and they're still oh, present. Yeah. Oh, it's fine. wild. It's wild. <laughs> Man, are great. So lots of guys here saying they were mostly good, thought I was a good dad and a husband, 
Yeah. So a mix of the two. So guys, I'm going to share with you a little bit about the cycle of disempowerment. When we feel shame, that's when it comes out in the framing of I'm a bad man. I'm a bad dad. I'm a bad husband. That comes from a place of shame. And when we have shame, that's when we start to blame. We start to blame our wife. We start to blame external things, the affair partner, the friends. I had a man come to me and during our onboarding, he was like CrossFit. That's the reason my marriage is failing. CrossFit. I doubt that. Yeah. You see what I'm getting at, though? We blame all of these external things instead of taking a good hard look in the mirror. What was that? But it's easier. It's easier. It, it, yeah. It's always, it's especially if you, the, the climate of the world we live in today is what? Blame and shame. Like mm, yeah. if you turn on the news, if you turn on television, if you turn on social media, it has everything to do with Biden did this, Trump did this, blah, blah, mm. blah. It's the Democrats, Republicans. It's the business down the street. The Starbucks is trying to take advantage of the transgender community. It's the, and it's like so much shit. And this is why we don't have any fucking leaders because they're all blaming people instead of actually taking accountability for what they can control. And I get, you know, man, like at the end of the day, we, we live in a world that's fallen, that's broken and, and, and people are always looking for a way out, but being a victim is not the way forward at all. Absolutely. But it's the easy path. It's easier to blame everyone else than it is to take ownership on our own shoulders. I can't believe we're doing this training for them. This is, this is like high level shit here. You guys should feel very fortunate because we don't normally release this kind of content, but go for it. Yeah. Yeah. This will be a good one for them. Um, And guys, sometimes during that cycle of disempowerment, we look for solutions. You know, sometimes it's therapy, but the big one is advice. Mm. Man, we hear this so much. We go to our friends that have gone through divorce why are you going to the person that has gone through divorce, the thing you don't want to go through to get advice on the thing you don't want to go through? I don't know about you guys. Well, it's that it's, just, again, isn't that like an easier thing, right? Isn't it? Isn't it? Let's meet ourselves guys. Isn't it yeah, better yeah. because like you go, well, this guy experienced it. Right. So like if he experienced it, he knows what it's like to go through it. And so, but at the same time, just because you went through something doesn't mean you grew through it. And that's why, you know, Joey and I have this saying, you get to grow through what you go through. And many men don't actually grow through it. They just like uh-huh. become like a little ball or a turtle and go into a shell and they just survive. The turtle uh-huh. shell is getting beat all around. And I bet there's a lot of you that feel like turtles right now, where it's like, you've just gone into your shell and you're just trying to like stay in there and just survive somehow, somehow survive uh-huh. the beating, the lawyer, the money, the, all this other stuff. And by being a turtle, it's gotten you at least this far. And you're like, I'll come out when the coast is clear, when my, when my shell is no longer being spun around and hit from every direction possible, because yeah, it's easier that way. Yeah. And that's when like, we try those solutions to stop the bleeding, to just get her to come back, just move back in, just come home, start sleeping in the bed again. But it doesn't fix the problem. It's a short-term solution. It stops the bleeding, but it doesn't heal the wound. Is this making sense, guys? Do me a favor. Put the number two in the chat if this is making sense and this is landing for you. Just want to make sure 
you guys are fully present because I don't have as many cameras on as I'd like to have. And I just want to make sure you guys are here and this is making sense because this is thought, for you. I thought you were going to say we should put turtle in the chat if you feel like you're a turtle right now. <laughs> I mean, fuck, if you feel like you're a turtle, put turtle in the chat too. <laughs> turtle or two, turtle or two. Because yeah. guys, all of this leaves you totally disempowered. Yeah. You feel shame. You're like, I'm a bad man. I'm a bad husband. You start to blame your wife, CrossFit, external things. The lawnmower not working. You try to find a solution to stop the bleeding. All of this really just leaves you disempowered because you don't have a grid for moving in a direction that is going to create long-term healing. Does that make sense? I'm getting some head nods. So guys, this is how we break the cycle of disempowerment, okay? We're going to give this to you guys. You get to reframe into empowering questions. Instead of asking, am I a bad man? Or did I make bad decisions? Flip the script on that. How did I contribute to the failure of the marriage? What did you contribute? Because gentlemen, no one is a saint. Can I just speak something? When you said, am I a bad man or did I make bad decisions? That's really the reframe is because a lot of times it's like, you know, guys will come and it's like, man, I, I, I fucked up. I'm blah, blah, blah. I'm this. I'm bad. Uh, especially because you're believing what your wife is saying about you. You're an asshole. I can't tell you how many times my ex-wife told me I was an asshole and I wasn't a good mm -hmm. like husband. But like in reality, I was a good husband. Um, and so I thought I was a bad man. I thought I was a bad husband based upon those accusations. But it turned out I made bad decisions. I made mistakes. The mistakes don't define you. The mistakes don't own you. You're not defined by those things. Um, that's that I think is the difference there. That's really the reframe. And then how did I contribute to yeah. the failure of the marriage is the next level of that question. Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate that context. And next, how can I own my shit? How can you own your shit? Like I said, guys, no one is a saint. Everyone has shit and it certainly always smells. So how can you own your shit? And this one. How can I choose complete healing over a short-term fix? Man, it's always an interesting phenomena when she leans in and we see those guys kind of take the pressure off. And then suddenly three months down the line, they're like, man, you're never going to guess what happened. I took the pressure off and shit's worse than it was before. It's because you choose short-term quick fixes instead of complete healing because you have no grid for healthy boundaries, healthy communication, and really how to get to where you want to be. Gentlemen, if where you're at right here, right now in this moment is not where you want to be in your relationship, that is a firm indicator that it's time to do something different. It's time to do something different because everything you're doing right now isn't working. If you're not where you want to be, it's not working. So guys, that's what we got for you. That's how you break the cycle of disempowerment. I'm curious, put in the chat, what was your takeaway from today's training? What was your takeaway today, guys? I'm going to stop sharing the screen for a minute so I can see the chat. Yeah, I mean, it, it takes one to recognize our own traumas, but that doesn't mean the marriage can be re renewed. Yeah. Yeah. Because none of this shit's shit. about your marriage. Guys, 100% of this has nothing to do with the marriage. Nothing. 
This is about you as a man. This is about how you've showed up. This is about how you've owned your shit or not owned your shit. And this is just life period. This marriage is just like a byproduct. Mm -hmm. the, The person you chose is a byproduct of the man you were when you got married. Think about that. I got married at 20, 20, uh, 23 years old. So the person I chose at that stage of my life was a byproduct of the person I was at that point in my life. And this is a why a lot of times marriages fall apart years later, 10 kids down the road or 10, 10 kids, <laughs> 10 years down the road, five kids, four kids, whatever. Yeah, exactly. Duffy. It, it is about you. Um, you can't change anyone except yourself. There's Jason Gillis can't guarantee outcomes can stack odds in our favor and keep going. Yeah, exactly. And, and really it's like the stacking is, is the thing that you can focus on the most, right? Stacking your wins. Um, your wins aren't, did she look at me? Right. Your wins are, am I doing the things that I know I need to do to be empowered in every situation of my life? Am I thriving in every situation of my life? Or am I just a disempowered man? Maybe I'm empowered in certain areas. Maybe I'm thriving in certain areas. But overall, if I'm really honest with myself, if I'm gut level honest, I'm not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what's up, Jordan? I was a defensive turtle living in my shell, always trying to take care of family, externally motivated. Yeah, exactly. Jordan just drive, joined uh, joined Thrive yesterday. Welcome to the welcome to the yeah. family. Yeah. Um, what else you got? I love it. We doing so, Q and A? What are we I doing? Yeah, I was gonna sh- have the guys share a little bit of their takeaways. Um, I know we were going to share with them the opportunity today, and I have the phases of Thrive written out on a slide. If you want to use, no, no, no slides. Mm-mm. Okay, let me let me answer some more of these. Let's see. So, yeah. I need to work on myself. Stop trying to fix them. So, I want to ask this question: Is like those of you who say I need to work on myself, I need to fix myself. Like, like put in the chat. What does that mean specifically to you? What, yeah. what does it mean to work on yourself or to fix yourself? I'm curious what that means to you guys. Because I think we all have different language and different ways of looking at the work and fixing ourselves. So like Joe, I think Duffy put that. Whoever else put that, I want you to drop in the chat. Like, what does it look like to fix yourself or work on yourself? Yeah. Yeah, Duffy shared it. I need to fix myself versus trying to fix the marriage. I'm curious. I recognize my triggers in the moment, respond rather than reacting just to analyze later. Yep. Being present. That's the first step, Jordan. Exactly. Being present with your emotions, being present with what you're feeling and experiencing is huge. Quit drinking, devoted myself. God, so I can be a better man. That's awesome, Marcus. I'm, I'm glad you are getting back to par. But how do you go beyond that? Mm -hmm. But not beating myself up. Yep. Because here's the interesting thing is like what I see a lot of guys doing when they come into our environment is they recognize that this is par and they've been living below par. And so their their biggest goal is like, how do I get back to par? How do I get back to break even? And like what we do around here is nothing to do with breaking even. What we help men do is go from here to here where we 10x who they ever even were. Yeah. I need to change my thought process to get my validation from God and not external sources, especially my wife. Hundred percent. Be more aware of my surroundings and don't need ego, my ego rubbed by anyone but my wife. 
Any other takeaways? When it gets to the point, even if I don't fix my situation now, I'd be able to recognize and better advise that these things happen to my children in life. Yeah. But that's one of the biggest um, takeaways we get from guys in our program and Thrive specifically is they're like, man, now my kids get to learn a new way of communicating that I didn't have growing up and didn't have the ability to do. Yeah. So that's pretty huge. And we had a guy in our community share that one of his kids came to him, 11 years old, and said, so dad, what I hear you saying, coolest thing ever, coolest thing ever. Because kids learn by proxy and you're actually doing your kids and every single person around you a service by working on yep. yourself. Truly. Yep. Yeah. It's funny. Cause like we're talking myself. About- yeah. What? No, I'm just reading the chat. Oh, okay. Um, you know, I was talking to the team this morning and, and we were talking about the concept of community and connection. And we did a survey recently in our thrive community. We said, guys, what, how would you describe thrive to, to most guys that are coming in? And it was interesting because, you know, a lot of times people that see us on the outside think, you know, gosh, you guys help save marriages, right? No, we don't, we don't help save marriages. We save men like, okay. So that means that, you know, if I do this work that my wife will come back to me, dude, I can't promise you that at all. (laughs) Like, I don't, uh, the only thing I can promise you is that you're going to be a completely different man if you do the work and if you excel. And so I asked the guys, I said, Hey, can you guys just in one to two sentences, explain what you see as, as thrive. And so these are just some of the responses I got that I was kind of like, these are really cool. Um, one guy says thrive is a program for men who are committed to change for themselves and a brotherhood to help you through the growing pains. Another one said thrive is a community of men who've committed to a journey of empowerment. Our new power comes from an understanding of self responsibility and support of strong men who show up to life every day. Another one said, Thrive is a brotherhood for committed, to, uh, for committed men who want to become the loved leaders that they knew, them, knew themselves to be, but need the tools to accomplish it. Along the journey, you'll discover a new you and a new way of feeling empowered. Thrive is a community of men that simply exists for one reason, to help each other grow into empowered men that we are called to be by teaching us ownership, authenticity, and communication. Thrive is that hand on your shoulder and that voice in your ear saying, that guy that you want to be, that guy that you think you used to be, well, look closer and dig deeper. You're really just better than that. Um, there's so there was just just constant, constant, constant ones. And I was like, holy shit, man! The, it's it's so much bigger than I think a lot of people can understand and realize. And and I was thinking about this and talking to the team and challenging because when we get on conversations with you, it's just easy to focus on your external circumstance. You're like, save me from my circumstance, save me from my circumstance, give me the tools I need to get out of my circumstance. And I'm like, dude, if I saved you from your circumstance. I, what have I given you? I've given you a reprieve. I've given you a break. But what does that actually do for you as a man? It doesn't do shit for you as a man. What it does is it's it's kind of like the whole feed a fish, you know, give a man a fish and you fed him for the day. You teach a man how to fish, you feed him for life. The same, it's the same type of concept here. And so we're we were we were thinking about this and we're like, man, how can we display something? And, and that's where we talked about this idea of 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 community and connection. And it's like, if you don't know what Thrive is, you wouldn't understand the level of community and connection that our men have, especially now that we do in-person events. Um, many of you don't even know that. Um, we just had our first event last a uh, couple weeks ago, and it was two days of just like fun. We had a lot of fun. We went top golf. We did a bunch of things, um, but also healing, release. We ended with a lot of tears. We ended with a lot of joy. Um, we swam in a pool and all these things. And 
what came out of it though was that idea of connection. Um, I love that. Yeah, no one's coming to save you. You need to save yourself. And so a lot of you are just kind of sitting on the fence and you're like doing this shit on your own. And as I was talking to my team, that's where I wanted to go with it. I, I kind of lost my train of thought there for a second. We were talking about this concept of community. And I said, you know, if you were a guy who said, you know what, I want to grow um, a, a real estate portfolio and make millions of dollars in real estate. There's two groups of people you can join. You can join your regular dudes that are just your friends that have never done anything in real estate. Maybe a couple of them bought a house or two or flipped a couple of houses or two or whatever. And then there's a whole group of guys over here that that's all they do. And they own hundreds of millions of dollars of real estate. Which group would you rather be in? The group of your buddies who really haven't experienced it and really haven't done much of it, or the group of guys who are running hundreds of millions of dollars in real estate. It's kind of a no-brainer, right? Put in the chat. Who would you rather be in? <laughs> the, the group with hundreds of millions of dollars in real estate or the group of guys who really haven't done it? And this is what happens is we surround ourselves with men or women. Some of you just only talk to women because that's all you have the balls to do. And you, you actually aren't in an environment that's going to cause growth. And so you stay stuck and you're like, well, why am I stuck? Why, why can't I seem to grow? I show up to these trainings. I listen to Mark and Joey and I listen to all these things. And it's like, nothing seems to be changing. Nothing seems to be moving in a direction. And it's like the very first thing is you got to be plugged into the source. I was explaining to my, one of my other advisors, and we were talking about this concept of community and connection being the first thing I said, well, if I was going to teach you how to program a television, what's the very first step to programming a television? Is it, you know, is it, uh, going to the settings menu? Is it going to the home menu? Like, how do I program this television? Well, the very first thing you have to do is literally plug the television into the source of power. And that's the thing that's missing. See, so many of you are like, you're like listening to stuff. You're on YouTube. You're, you're, you're going through all these things and you're listening and you're trying to apply, but you're not plugged into the right source. And yes, I'm not talking about a spiritual source. And I know a lot of you are into that and that's awesome. And I'm, and I'm thankful for that. And it's great. And I don't, there's no knocking on that, right? Be plugged into God. I, I'm good for that. But from a community, and you can even take this from a church standpoint, he created church as a community, right? There is a community aspect. And so if you want to grow in your spiritual walk, you go to church or you go to a synagogue or you go to your, your Muslim place. I don't remember what it's called, right? You go to those places because you want to grow in that. But so many of you, are facing this growth and you're like, but I'm, I'm just going to do it on my own. I'm just going to listen to YouTube all day. I'm just going to hang out with my buddy who's been divorced three times. I'm just going to do this here. And, and that's, that's where you stay instead of actually going, how can I get into that group? And I'm, I'm, I'm not even talking about there there's, yeah, there's, there's a financial cost. There, there's always that thing, but before you even consider that, what you have to consider is what do I actually want? Do I want to be held accountable? Do I want to be held to a higher standard? Do I want to put myself in a position where other men are going to call me up and out? Because that's what we do. Like collectively as a team, as a group, as a business, that's exactly what we do. And, and that level of community is the thing that bridges the gap. So the first thing we have to do is plug you into the power plug you in, get you connected at a greater level. We've never had one guy go through Thrive alone, be successful. Not one. Because they have to be a part of what is happening. That means vulnerability. And that's the scary word. That's the cuss word to most of you out there. 
is the, is the vulnerability, which to me, the vulnerability is really true power. Because when you can be vulnerable, you can be free. One of the things I've been talking about a lot, and you're going to hear probably podcasts, you're going to hear some things. I'm talking about this concept of ownership and the fact that the more ownership you take, the more freedom you get. The more ownership you take in a situation, the more freedom you get. Apply that across the board. The, the more ownership I take over mistakes that are made, not talking about blame, <laughs> I'm not talking about fault. I'm talking about responsibility, which is leadership. And the more leadership I, I do, the, mo- the more leadership you have, the more ownership you have, the more freedom you have. So 100% ownership equals 100% freedom. So if you go, man, I'm not, I, I don't feel free. Where's your ownership levels? How much ownership are you taking in that area? If someone has offended me, if someone has done something wrong to me and I can just own my part of it and own my shit, guess what? Their stuff has less of an effect on me. That doesn't mean it doesn't hurt. My ex-wife hurt me a lot, but I take 100% ownership of the failure of my marriage because I was the leader. I was the guy. And in that ownership, I get to now have freedom. So you go, well, how did you get so free? How'd you let go? Because I own it. And once you own it, you get to let it go. 100% ownership equals 100% freedom. That only happens in connection to power. And, and, and why try to do that on your own? <laughs> like it makes no fucking sense. Because we're scared? Because we don't have money? Like, like, like there's so many different things. There's so many different excuses and whatever. And I'm telling you, man, like I know guys that are in Thrive right now that specifically DoorDash to make payments. And so if you're saying, well, money's the thing that stopped. No, it's bullshit. It's bullshit. Because we can find a way. So here's the thing. Plugging into the source is number one. The second thing is ownership. And the third thing is leadership. And that's the thing that you guys need is leadership. Because you're, you're walking a life as, as a leaderless man. And what wife wants to be in a marriage with a leaderless man? What wife wants to go, well, honey, what, you know, can you make a decision? I don't, know, I don't know what to do. What do you think we should do? I, I, I can't make this decision. What, what do you think we should do, honey? Yeah, that, that's, that's not a leader. I, I don't care what you're going through. But like when, when all this shit happened with my ex-wife and I, it was like, okay, you know what? I'm going to start making decisions. And I had to make decisions about the kids. I had to make decisions. I came up with the parenting plan. I came up with all the things. Said, this is what I'm going to do. I don't care if you're being attacked with it or not. Meaning like you're the one who doesn't want a divorce. Fucking come up with the parenting plan. Come up with the shit. Come up with the things. Okay, cool. You're going to do that. I'm going to talk to my attorney over here. I'm going to do these things. Like start doing the work. Because that's how you get your power back. You get your kingdom back by taking ownership. Ownership over what you can control. I can't control all these things. But I can control this. I can't control what I do. And that's it, man. We want to invite you into that. We want to invite you into enrolling into the future of who you could be. And the work is just, this is just the beginning for you. Some of you are like, you've been around for six months in my podcast, you come to these Facebook lives and you're just like on the fence, on the fence. Maybe you don't have clarity. Maybe you don't fully understand what it is we do and how we can help you. Grab a call with our team. Joe, can you put the call down there? It's empoweredman.co slash book. Grab a call with our team right now and find out whether or not we can help you. You sitting around and wondering 
not sure how much it is and all this stuff. Can I afford it? All this. How can you not? I, I think that's the better question. How can you not afford it? Again, we've worked with men who literally are broke as a fucking joke, meaning like they're literally door dashing to pay for this. And you're telling me you with your regular corporate job or you with the, the resources, you don't have a way to invest in yourself. No, we got to give you clarity. And that's, that's ultimately the thing, right? That's why I'm uh, challenging you to book a call with us because the cycle of disempowerment you're in right now will just continue. This shit just continues. It, it don't just like walk away from it one day and go, oh, I'm not, I'm not disempowered anymore. Well, normally, I don't know who iPhone is, but we don't, you, Joey and I usually don't get on calls. Um, I, I may have an opening every now and again. I'll take a call. I don't know who you are. Drop your, uh, drop your mess, your, uh, your name. And I'll, I'll see if we, I'll look into your situation a little bit. Um, but at the end of the day, man, it's, it's really about you and what you want out of life. Uh, like just mess private message me iPhone. I don't know what your name is. Just message me in the chat here. You can just click to my name and then just drop me your name. Um, Joe, you got anything to add to that? <laughs> I don't want to just keep preaching the choir. No, you're good. I was just monitoring the chat. I think you hit the nail right on the head. You know, I've seen men, we've seen men mow lawns, flip couches on offer up, uh, drive for Lyft, Postmates, do anything they need to get in. And those men, are probably some of the greatest success stories. The men that do what they need to do to get in because it's a metaphor for how they're willing to show up in their life moving forward. Yeah. And there's no skin in the game. You're not going to show up. It's as simple as that. But the moment you take that leap and you trust and you start pouring into yourself the way you so dutifully pour into others, you'll win. You will. Yeah. We have you know never had a man go... Go, sorry. Go I'm sorry. I thought you, I thought you ended your, uh, your thought there. I'm sorry. Go, go ahead and finish your thought. No, I was going to say, we've never had a man go through thrive, get to the finish line and not become a better version of himself. Like we don't want to help just your marriage. We want to make you wealthier. We want to make you healthier. We want to make you better as a father. We want to allow you to show up as the man that you've always dreamed of being but never quite actualized. Like we do so much ask, more than just that. Yeah. Let yeah. me ask this question. What is, yeah. what does the world look like with men that are empowered? Like how different would politics be if the leaders were empowered? How different would CEOs of corporations be? How different would dads be? How different would husbands be if they were empowered and thriving in every fucking aspect of life, in every dimension of life? How different would your life be if you were thriving in every dimension of life? And it seems overwhelming. You're like, dude, that's so many things. I get that. And that's why we start small. And we start with the simple things. And we start with the focus of things. We start with getting you plugged into the community. We start working on your communication and boundaries. We start working with ownership and then we start working on leadership. And that's how we help you get to that place. But it's a, it's a process. It's a journey. It doesn't stop. It's not just like, oh, we just come in and learn a few things and I'm gone. I was talking to a guy on Friday about that. And I was like, wait a second, hold on. Did you just say that you think this is just something to give you a little bump, little accountability, little support? He's like, yeah, that's what I thought this was. I was like, I was like bro, I wouldn't pay for that. 
I was like, not, not the investment level we asked for because it's not worth it. I mean, accountability, you can get support anywhere. You can go to divorce care. You can do whatever. No, no, no. <laughs> this is about you being transformed into the most empowered person that you could possibly be. And a big, big piece of that is our community and the community of men that we surround you with. Um, that's the biggest thing, guys. Hey, thanks again for joining us on this episode of Empowered AF 2.0. If you're new here, thanks for checking out this episode. And I encourage you to take a visit back to the first episodes in this podcast. Look, we have over 50 episodes on the foundations of how to be an empowered man. I'm talking about in your relationship with your wife, your kids, your work, your boss, whoever and whomever. And I highly suggest you take some time to listen and gain some insight and knowledge from those episodes. And hey, if you want to connect with me deeper, be sure to check out the Empowered Man group. That's empoweredman.co slash group empoweredman.co slash group for latest information and to join our group of other men who are wanting to be empowered just like you. Until then, this is Mark signing off, Empowered AF 2.0.